Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and in the studio today is two very good Long time friends, uh, Coach John Mather and Coach Bill Barr. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking welcome. time to be Thank on you. today. Oh, so excited. So excited. Well, I'm glad you guys took time to, to be on Heart of the Athlete today. And here we are, uh, the end of June, and uh, we've, uh, we've had a couple camps. Uh, we had a res- FCA wrestling camp over at Meridian High School uh, the first weekend of June, and um, uh, had a a great uh, turnout for that. And then we just got done last week with an F- FCA youth baseball camp over at Napa Christian. So we're sure, sure appreciate Napa Christian and Meridian high school, just uh, the coaching staffs there and the ADs just allowing us to partner with those schools. And, uh, uh, and then here we are, we're getting ready for the Northwest FCA sport camp. And I know you guys, uh, um, you've had your grandsons attend camp, yeah, right, three, John? Three different boys. Yes. Yeah, and they've been in different sports, right? All when, different sports. Yeah, and what what's what have you seen the impact with your your grandsons at the at the FCA's camp? FCA camp for for them was a real mountaintop experience. The, something really that um, they talk about still. Uh, they they're so into the group evening spiritual togetherness, uh, never having experienced seeing that many uh, peers uh, who are believers in Christ and worshiping together. That, that was the impact. They obviously received great instruction, great coaching, uh-huh. uh, but they always talk about that. They always talk about the evening experience as well as the small group the uh, Bible studies, the yeah. huddles, yeah. yeah. It was uh, it was a genuine life changer for all three of those boys. Oh, praise God. I know those huddles, we you know, we have those college athletes that lead those and they and they of course they're like big brothers, you know, to the or big big sisters if it's a female huddle, but these college athletes just pour into those kids all week and and uh, like you said, lead those Bible studies and really, you know, continue to open up the word of God for them. So well that's great. And I know Bill, you've uh, Boy, going back to uh, the 2008. fall. Yeah, yeah, 2008. Really, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, on that Wednesday morning at the subway in Napa on 12th Avenue, you and John Spatz and Ben Gall and I, we sat down and we're talking about the pole vault camp. And then... Really the birth of probably yeah. bringing the camp to, to Idaho, yeah. the regional camp. Yep. We did that was the birthing process, the moment of that. That's right. And you've been inviting pole vaulters and, and a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of athletes to camps over the years, haven't you? And yeah. you've seen some great impact as well, haven't you? Mm, yeah. Not only in the in the students, but the college kids as well, the the huddle leaders, and then the impact with the coaches and the reciprocal outpouring of how that inflows to your wives and your kids <laughs> that you bring to those right. worship times and the speakers. Yeah, uh, it's just a huge impact that goes beyond just just the kids themselves. Yeah, yeah, amen. And we've got some great, uh, fantastic speakers coming up this next week. We've got uh, Isaac Butts. He played football at the University of Idaho, and he's involved in ministry in the Tri Cities area. And then the second night, we have a, a pastor named Russ Fallett who's speaking, and just a great communicator of the gospel. And then on Wednesday night, we've got Trey Kennard who. Uh, 
he's a he was sponsored by Fly Racing right here in Boise uh, through Western Power Sports, and it's probably Fly Racing is one of their most notable uh, pro riders that they have supported and and, and been signed with them. And Trey, so Trey's coming here, and he uh, he'll not only be with the motocross, and we've got actually over. I think we got 28 motocross riders. This is our first year yeah. off in yeah. motocross, wow, and we have 28 great. riders, and they're going to be out there at Fly and Western Power Sports. And so Trey's going to be speaking Wednesday night. And then we have a guy named Ben Bost. Ben uh, uh, played golf at UCLA. Uh, he was uh, on the Nike Tour and uh, a pro golfer, and so we're excited about Ben. We've never had a golfer be our nightly speaker before, and then we've never had a... Uh, motocross rider be a nightly speaker so we're looking forward to that and uh, that'll be a special treat for all the athletes and all the coaches at camp and then um we've got our worship uh leader this year is a guy named david cook he's uh, uh originally from florida from tampa and he was an fca leader when he was in high school back in the early 2000s in tampa florida and uh, he's a worship leader now down in uh, southern cal in the costa mesa area so we're He's flying up here to lead worship at our camp, and so we're we're excited. Let's see what God's going to do. And um, we uh, our theme this year, which I know you guys love, the Word of God is uh, pursue. And um, I love the fact that it's you know really you know when we think about pursue um, about pursuing God, and 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 it, the 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 camp verse is First Timothy six eleven. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness, and and that kind of puts the pursue kind of in our court, doesn't it? That we're pursuing righteousness, which is you know God, but um, it's really God pursued us first, didn't He? Um, and knowing that and knowing how much he loves us that he ran after us he's pursuing us uh, um so i'm excited about that and pursue truth you know pursue truth is our first day our day day one theme and wow there's a lot of tr- a lot of people are throwing what's true all over the place right guys uh, it's it's been interesting uh these this last year or so hasn't it Yes, I think interesting is an interesting word to use when you look at how truth is being defined for us, mm-hmm. for uh, for us by the world itself, uh, the media, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is true, we always have known what is true. Truth has never changed. Mm-hmm. Truth doesn't change because God doesn't change. Right. His word is constant. Amen. Amen. And I... Th- this this day one theme of pursue truth god's truth like you're saying yes. john um i wanted to read for us and and just get your thoughts on this because that, that that verse uh 11 there out of chapter 6 in first timothy is is the one i just we, we just read but i want to i want to go back to um a little earlier in that chapter at the end of verse 2 and it says teach and encourage these things if anyone teaches other doctrine and does not agree with the sound teachings of the lord jesus christ and with the teaching that promotes godliness, he is conceited and understanding nothing, but having a sick interest in disputes and arguments over words. These come from envy, quarreling, slanders, evil suspicions, and constant disagreement among men whose minds are depraved and deprived of the truth, who imagine that godliness is a way of 
to material gain, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And verse seven says, for we bought nothing into, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. And verse nine says, but those who want to be rich fall into temptation, a trap and many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. And then there's that verse 11. Now you, man of God, run from these things, all those things they're talking about, but pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Any thoughts there, Bill or John, on on the that passage and, and where this theme is taking us this year at camp? Well, I look at pursue righteousness, and immediately in my mind, I'm thinking that's something outside myself, and it isn't something that I'm bringing to the table, but something that I'm pursuing. So I would change the word righteousness to Jesus, yeah, because really what we're, what we're pursuing is Jesus, and when you have Jesus in your heart, then you have righteousness, right. which is a gift. Right. So to pursue that, I think, is to position yourself. Right in alignment with God somehow that you can receive Christ yeah. personally as your Savior. So then that's the first step, because you can't have righteousness. You know, it says godly life second. So how do you have a godly life unless you have God in you? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, the Bible, the the mystery of all time is that, you know, God dwells inside you. You invite Christ into your life. Mm-hmm. And he clothes you with his righteousness. It's mm-hmm. not your righteousness. So really to pursue righteousness is to pursue Jesus. Right. And then if you have Jesus in your heart, that leads those behaviors lead to a godly life, which we would say is really trying to model Christ. And we can't live up to that model. Right. Unless we have Christ in us that gives us the power and strength to run that, to run that race. And then it's along with faith. Uh, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Those are all the attributes of Christ. Yeah. So once again, to me, it's like <laughs> if you have Jesus, yeah. you have all of those attributes. And yeah. then, you know, yielding yielding to the Spirit and just saying, okay, God, yeah, I'm all in. It's like unconditional surrender. Yep. Lord, all the chips in. Yep. I'm putting everything on you and trusting in his finished work at the cross. Mm-hmm. There's a peace in that. Mm, that's that so first good. step is, do you know Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is he your savior? Yeah. That's so good. And does he know you? Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said earlier about Jesus always has been pursuing us. In my coaching career, uh, half of it was without Jesus. Half of it was with him. And once he caught me, the goals of life change so drastically. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, like an athlete, you're, you're pursuing that goal. But if you don't have Christ, you really are pursuing the things of the world, and mm-hmm. they're not going to last. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fill any need that you have or any want that you have truly. Mm-hmm. And so pursuit of Christ, allowing Christ in, and then constantly pursuing more of Jesus mm-hmm. more of Jesus and you can uh, you can still obtain all of your athletic goals mm-hmm. but they're in I to me they're in a proper perspective now yeah that doesn't mean you're trying any less hard to become the best you can be but it's 
you're trying really hard to be the best you can be for him. Yeah. Yeah. Which really leads to the other days of those other, uh, the other three days of camp that pursue life. Why are you, why are you pursuing? And it goes back to that purpose, right? And pursue team. Who are you pursuing? And then the day four of FCA camp is what will you pursue? And, and that mission and the purpose, like you're talking about, of what God's called us to do and being in alignment with him, which goes back to that Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first, first the kingdom of God. Yeah, and his righteousness. See, right. it's not pursuing our righteousness. Right. Righteousness is a person. His name is Jesus. Right. So when we have Jesus, we have righteousness. Mm-hmm. And... uh to me, it's not something we pursue outside ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, something within ourselves, but yeah. something outside ourselves that's greater and bigger than us. Yeah. And then all these other things will be. And all these other things will right? be added and this you. Is from Jesus. That's the amazing part. Yeah. 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 Which would be godliness and faith right. and love and perseverance. Fruits of the Spirit, right? And, and, and attributes of Christ, right? So. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about what God's going to do. We're praying for miracles. We're praying for reconciliation of coaches and huddle leaders and junior high and high school athletes. So we're looking forward to that. So, well, folks, you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete and visiting with Coach Bill Barr and Coach John Mather, uh, longtime coaches here in the Treasure Valley. You guys have coached all over, right? Uh, John, you, what, what, what are the towns or schools you've coached at? Well, we started in Nampa, then went to Emmett, spent 35 quick years at Middleton, uh, some Greenleaf time, some Marsing time, and s- some Victory Charter time. Wow. <laughs> and what, what sports, John? Well, I did not coach basketball. <laughs> <laughs> cheerleading, too, I then? I did. I did. Uh, I was cheerleading ball. advisor. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Well... That's that is amazing. And Bill, tell us where all the schools you've coached here in the Treasure Valley. Started at West Junior High in Nampa, and then went to Marcin. From Marcin, I went to Homedale. From Homedale, went to Melba. From Melba, went to Nampa Christian. From Nampa Christian, I went to Skyview. Now I'm back at Nampa Christian. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, and and what sports have you coached in all those journeys? Uh, wrestling, football, uh, track. Uh-huh. Those are three three main sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, praise God. Well, on behalf of so many kids and their parents, thank you guys for just um, pouring into the young people of our community. And uh, uh, it's been it's it's just a, such a great honor to know you guys. And uh, I know we've been uh, we've been meeting together on most Thursdays this past uh, six months, haven't we guys? Mm -hmm. And we've been uh, working on a little project that we're getting ready to uh, launch and uh, which is is a a little bit of what we're here to talk about. But also as we kind of look at your, you know, what you guys have been doing, what you've been called to do, like this pursue mission, you you guys have been on a mission and filling out your, or fulfilling the purposes that God has had you as a coach. And uh, God has wired you that way. And, uh, but I know we're, we're getting ready to um, reach out to some schools and some coaches in schools with a, with a, a program and initiative. Uh, We're calling it a mentor coach program, but uh, it's really just coaches ministry to coaches, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I, I think that uh, mentor 
if if that's all we focus on, that's not necessarily what this program is about. Right. It's not a full it's term. It's being is there it? for coaches. Yeah. Not instructing coaches or telling them what they're doing wrong with their offense or whatever. That's not the idea at all. Yeah, it's really to minister their hearts, right? Yes. To, and I know we've talked a lot about the word engage, right, Bill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the first step. That's where I'm at. I feel like God is birthing something in all of us. And I think your passion you shared with John and I um, to come together and see if this is what God is birthing and how this is going to grow. And right now I'm at, I'm at, I was sharing with John earlier, I'm, I'm at that just engaging mm-hmm. step where whatever you do, do with all your might. Mm-hmm. Uh, do heartily unto the Lord. So right. whether whatever activity or sport that is, it's basically I, I I sense in my heart a calling to other coaches to engage them from you know the sidelines to get to the front lines of what we would call the mission field yeah. for other for other coaches, so right. that those coaches could basically minister into their athletes, mm-hmm. and so. You and I have talked a lot about that, how we feel like that's one of the attributes of FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, is coaches ministering to coaches. Mm -hmm. That's one aspect besides coaches ministering to athletes. Right. And then to wives and spouses. Right. But, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed the the time together we've spent getting into the Word and Mm -hmm. praying and and, uh, sharing our journey where God's calling us, and yet... Right. But yet, having a purpose bigger than all of us, right? Um, that has a calling. That's call. I feel like it's calling us, mm-hmm. and we're basically calling others to come join us. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and really, it's it's really. And you're right, John. It's it's more than just mentor. That's more of a maybe a secular term. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. But it's really about discipleship to coaches, yes. which you're talking about, mm-hmm. Bill. Yes, and uh, and. And to be a disciple of Jesus, not a disciple of us or a disciple of FCA, but mm-hmm. really point them to Jesus, and uh, that they would um, that would impact not just their heart, but their life, their their marriage, their the way they parent, and the way they live their life. So, and so we're we're uh, folks we're we're talking to and recruiting and praying about you know retired coaches uh, that want to. Uh, give back and uh, that God's not done with them yet. Right mm-hmm. guys? Absolutely. And I feel like that's part of the, the calling here is that, and I'm not that old, I'm 61, but yet at a time when you retire from coaching, you're thinking, okay, I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm, so my ministry as far as coaching as a sport isn't is, but, but yet I still feel like you're still a coach mm-hmm. and there's other coaches that I'm sure that are feeling like me. Okay. I'm done. I've kind of maybe done my work for the Lord, but yet I feel like God's not finished with this yet. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of my challenge to the coaches that I'm reaching out to is that right. God can still use you mm-hmm. and uh, let's finish this race. Yeah. Let's finish till that's the very right. end together for all that God's called us to be. And if God could use us in a small part, in a yeah. small way, uh, just that willingness to say, mm-hmm. hey, Lord, I'm still on the mission field for you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're really never going to retire. I just want to stay in the race Yeah, and feel like we're going to finish till the end. And so when I meet with you guys, that encourages me. And I feel like I, and it's not 
I don't mean it's you guys encouraging me, but I sense God in you mm-hmm. encouraging me. And when I see God moving in the hearts of mm-hmm. others, how that encourages me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's really Christ in us right. reaching out to others to call them. I think right. for that mission, I mean, what was his last commandment? Mm-hmm. You know, go and make disciples. Right. And that's what we've been studying yeah. really on Thursdays is what is discipleship, you know, because I, uh, there's a lot of different thoughts on that and it just, and, and trying to become better students of God's word and what that means. And, uh, John, what has it been for you getting involved with this project that we're, we're embarking on? Well, I know my, my initial reaction is, uh, I'm knocking on the door of 75 <laughs> and, uh, who, who's going to want to let me into their life? You know, what are you going to do with this old man? But through our study, through our time together, it it becomes very obvious that uh, God isn't finished with you until he's finished with you. And uh, I know still coaching high school kids at at age 75, uh, they still respond because you love them, you show them the love of Christ, and they're still with you, and they still look forward to all the time with you. So even if you can spare an hour a week or something to help another coach, to be a a shoulder to lean Mm -hmm. on, to be a a prayer warrior for another coach, um, God's not done. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to encourage retired coaches my age uh-huh. Okay, well, we old guys, that uh, there's still there's still a room for us in uh, in this world and a need a need for what Christ has been doing for us for a long, long time. Right, right. Well, you know, I it it's so fun to link arms with with you guys, and and uh, it just reminds me, you know, of of Paul when he was encouraging Timothy to continue to uh, keep the faith and finish the race and fight the fight and uh, that we would, as long as we have breath, right? As the Lord mm-hmm. continues to wake us up in the morning, yes. right? That yes. he's given us purpose, kind of like what we're talking about with camp too, that God's still, he's not done with us yet. And uh, there's a lot to be done. And uh, and the, the fields, the harvest is ready, and uh, but the workers are few. And uh, so... Um, it's it's an honor to to not only call you guys friends, but to to link arms and and be in in this journey together and be involved in coaches ministry together. So I just want to tell you guys thank you and I love you guys. Yeah, so, same love here you too, Ken. And I tell you, we're so blessed to have you as the head of FCA here in this area. God's done an amazing job through you. Well, thanks, John. And you know, we're just. You know, we're nothing without him, are we? Absolutely. We're desperate for him. And it's encouraging to me to see, actually to sit next to John and see his life basically as an open book Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the impact that he's made in the valley, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Treasure Valley Mm -hmm. and to be able to to come together and share share the the one who pursued us Mm -hmm. so passionately uh, together as... To me, I think of the word as inspirational versus motivation. It's yeah. Uh, our conversations, our meetings have been really inspirational, mm-hmm. and the excitement is Christ 
in you mm-hmm. that kind of unifies us yeah. together. Yep. Call, calling us to something greater and bigger than ourselves mm-hmm. and beyond ourselves. Amen. Well, guys, wow. The time has gone by so fast. Here we are. Um, uh, so much more to talk about. And we need to, we need to come back. You guys, you want to do that again? Let's do this again here near <laughs> sure. soon, okay? Sure. But uh, it's uh, it's been great, and and folks, if if you know of anybody, maybe a retired coach that's yeah, just been it. inspired to uh, to uh, continue being a part of what God has them, and uh, you know, get in touch with us at fcaidaho.org, our website. Uh, you can. Uh, call us or email us or text us there's a contact form there we'd love to talk with you more about getting involved with this uh this program that we're getting going with in coaches ministry and so um guys john bill man so good to have you on the show today on how the athlete and such a blessing to to have you here so thanks so much for being on the show thanks for listening today if you are interested in getting involved with fca or would like to donate to the fca ministry you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.